Welcome to Ben Worthy, the podcast, a special conversation series that provides a safe space for women of color to share their worthy aha moment. I'm your host, Dominique Clark. And sis, I'm here to remind you that you've been worthy. Hey, ladies, welcome back. Welcome back. Come on in. Listen, y'all know I am excited about every episode. (laughs) But this episode I'm really excited about because it is the final episode of 2023. And as I sit back and think about all the amazing conversations that I've had the opportunity to have with incredible people across various industries, it's an honor. I am grateful that I've been able to have such impactful conversations and share those conversations with you. Um, Talking about things that impact us all, um, you know, challenges that we all may be experiences to successes that we hope to one day have and just being inspired by the courage of someone else going after their dreams. And so thank you for being here. Thank you for staying plugged in and sharing your feedback and just supporting the podcast this year. It means the world to me and there wouldn't be a podcast without you. So before I get into this episode, I just wanted to say thank you for being a part of the Benworthy community and making it as special as it is. Um, But let's transition into today's episode. If you have been anywhere this year, you have seen hip hop on display in the biggest and best way, celebrating and honoring its 50th anniversary, the icons that contributed to what has made hip hop what it is over the past few years, over the past 50 years. Um, You've seen everyone from the Grammys to even Sprite honoring Um, and celebrating 50 years of hip hop. And I won Digital's Melanin Beauty Awards was definitely a part of that. Um, They hosted their own celebration of the most nostalgic beauty moments during the last 50 years in hip hop culture, amplifying the best black owned beauty brands with honest reviews from their editorial staff. And so I got to have an incredible conversation with Hello Beautiful editorial director of style and beauty, Shamika Sanders, about all of these things, the trends that we loved in hip hop um, back then in the 90s and 2000s that we still love today and everything in between. So sit back and enjoy the conversation while you're here. Make sure you rate, like, and subscribe. Join the conversation on YouTube. And I hope you enjoyed this conversation just as much as you've enjoyed all the others. All right, Shanika, I am super excited to have you here. But first I have to say, girl, I've talked to you before. I realize I've interviewed you before. (laughs) I have. I I rarely get interviewed. When did you interview me? So it was... Uh, back then, um, Radio One's Women's Empowerment, and it was in Raleigh at the PNC Arena, and I believe you were with a lady by the name of Kiara, and I had a conversation with both of you about the event, and you were both there, and I, was back. Like, I know this face. <laughs> the press room. In the press room. 
Oh my, okay, so I lied. I have got interviewed before. I did not even remember that. I was pregnant, actually. You were, you were pregnant. And I was the social media correspondent for Radio One's um, event that day. So I was interviewing talent in the back and you all came through and I was like, oh, I know who these girls are. I want to talk to y'all. <laughs> Thank you. So oh my gosh, that is such a great memory. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that was a wonderful event. Yeah. I was, I was super pregnant too. I mean, not super pregnant, but I was pregnant enough. You were pregnant I, enough. Yeah, yeah. I was pregnant enough. That was awesome. Yes. And I do remember because I was with Kiara. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk with you again and to see your face. Um, this time all about Hello Beautiful and Madam North celebrating the evolution of beauty in hip hop um, in honor of Hip Hop 50. I Love that you all are doing this. You have the Melanin Beauty Awards, which yes. makes my heart so happy. So before we jump in conversation really quickly, because I got so excited to say that I've <laughs> talked to you before. <laughs> How's your spirit? Oh, man, that's a great question. Um, I'm in an interesting season where I feel like, you know, um, I had to kind of go through just a little bit to come out on the other side, but I feel God has definitely just told me to push through and he got me. Yeah. So I'm pushing through this season, Yeah. excited for um, 2024 because end of year fatigue is real. Okay. Yes. That's <laughs> time, boss. Um, but yeah, but my spirit is um, I'm hopeful. I'm always faithful yeah. um, and I'm happy because, you know, all things considering, life could be so much worse. When yes. Um, so thank you for asking that. How's your spirit? I was going to say, girl, we're in the same place. Um, the last couple years, you know, have been rough and they've had, it's had its way with me. And I'm like, all right, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm going to sit down somewhere and not deal with, you know, the craziness that life can bring. But I feel like I am on the other side. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Things are progressively getting better. Jesus is my homeboy. So he's right here with me. <laughs> I feel you. Better. That's exactly. I, I understand. Yeah. So I, I'm better. Thank you for asking me. So why was it important for Hello Beautiful, Madam Nord to join forces to create such a platform that recognizes and celebrates Black beauty brands? So it's important for us every day at Hello Beautiful and Madame Noir, we are celebrating Black women. Mm -hmm. um, and we love our audience and we realize that our audience really responds to um, Black-owned businesses, Black-owned products, um, support Black-owned businesses. Yeah. They um, they really enjoy budget-friendly things. They enjoy being um, just like introduced to products that they can really enjoy. So it seemed like a natural merge to to do this. And then Madame Noir is our sister site. Right. So we were able to collaborate in a way where we have this really beautiful hub that lives on Hello Beautiful. But the Madame Noir editors really, really stepped up and did a lot of deeper, our deeper dives. They did a lot of our like longer form pieces that really, really tied together the theme with our product reviews. So, um, you know, and this year with Hip Hop 50, we yeah. just were like, you know what? We have to incorporate Hip Hop 50 into this somehow um, and the beauty aspect. And when you think about it, hip hop, beauty, style, that they all intersect. Yes. And um, 
the culture has really just come such a long way on the strength of black women. Yes. Um, and just our beauty and our physicality and all of those things. So it, it was a natural merge. Yes. <laughs> my kid in the back. Look, I'm a mom of three, so I understand. Okay, so you should have said that from the jump. Okay. <laughs> I'm a mom of three girls. <laughs> I'm sure y'all heard. I was trying to speak through it. Her dad woke okay. up. And then this one over here just threw his chicken nuggets. So. This is my a safe mom. space. Okay. <laughs> this you, want to at me? <laughs> you do not look like you have three kids. You are glowing and stunning. Thank you. Yes, I've got three girls. Ten, eight, and two. Help me, Jesus. Ten. <laughs> wow I am you know motherhood is so very interesting it really is it is but you know I'm so grateful for it I look a lot younger than when I am I'm 37 um so I look okay. a lot younger than what I or maybe uh I do no, you do <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah that's a natural beauty oh my goodness you look like you're like 29 I'll take that I will <laughs> Well, speaking of that, this was going to be later in the conversation, but since we're talking about motherhood and, and children, yeah. what beauty conversations, I know you have a daughter, yeah. uh, what beauty conversations, if any, at this stage, I know she's young, are yeah. you having with her? So it's interesting because my daughter, she's actually a special needs child and she's not verbal. So, um, but we do, <laughs> she's a little Virgo too. Uh, <laughs> I do notice that we do bond a lot through some of our beauty practices. And one of the main things is when I braid her hair. Yeah. So I love braiding my little girl's hair and she knows, and she, like I said, she has special needs um, and she has some developmental delays, but she's very intuitive and she's definitely understanding of what's happening, what's going on. And she knows when it's hair time. Yeah. When I come out with the comb and a brush, the blow dryer, like all the stuff, I sit it next to her she starts fussing if I walk away and she thinks that I'm not about to like sit here and do her hair. Yeah. So we really, really bond through um, those hair times. Um, and she's only four. So, you know, still so much time to grow. Those beauty conversations. Um, and I just really look at her in awe because she is so, to like everyone looks at their child, like you are so gorgeous and so stunning. But to me, she's just so beautiful. She has the longest, most beautiful lashes and she looks like her father. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Who is extremely <laughs> handsome, so I'm not mad at that. But um, I can't wait to have those conversations um, in the future because I really want to instill in her. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I really want to instill in her um, that, like, all skin colors are beautiful. Because I feel like um, when I was growing up, I'm just trying to think of, like, how I, like, things I probably needed to hear. Yeah. Um, so I make sure that I tell them to her. Yeah, same. I'm the same way with my girls affirming them at three. Yeah. And, you know, at three different phases of life where they're being challenged with their identity, their beauty. One is fair skin, one is dark yep. skin and just colorism, all the things, but just yep. constantly having to remind them. And like you said, conversations I wish people were having with me when I was growing up. That girl, no, you're it. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. Obviously. You're worthy. You know, all the things um, just so that they can walk each day out this door knowing that and at least have some sort of shield against anybody who's trying to challenge that because we know that it will happen. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I feel like um, just black girls in general, um, like colorism is something that like we know about. Yeah. And 
talk about, but I don't know if we talked about it like really meaningfully. Like yes. we were younger. I'm 30. What am I? 35. I'm 35. So, um, you know, like back in our day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it wasn't really like, we just knew that like light was like connected to the lighter you are, the better. That's right. That's right. So, um, with my daughter, she's super fair skinned. I definitely want to instill in her that you are not better or worse um than anybody because of skin color and that's not how we look at it because all shades are beautiful and yeah that's super important yeah so you talked about the products when you pull out the products for the hair and and styling the hair that's a bonding thing for you all as editors y'all are always playing in products I'm sure it's beauty editors always I always say like that's got to be like the best job like to be able to try out and explore all of these amazing products um it has got to be the best job. And so when you're talking about the Melanin Beauty Awards and you're trying to go through the selection process, like what's the testing process? Like, do you uh-huh. who I get a lipstick? Do I try it out for a week? And then I tell you what I think, like, how does that work? Yeah. So this year, um, we really, really wanted to make sure that we were fans of the product. Yeah. So we dug in our bag and we actually looked at products that we have had tried all year. Okay didn't want to have to do like intense reach out and then what happens with that is that some people don't respond and then you're, you're just stuck with one product and you're just like well this is what I'm just going to review yeah so or we we really went with products that we've tried all year um and then narrowed it down from there so like talking about my daughter and like the products that I pull out when I love her do her hair um I always say my L wrong I think it's my L yeah, it's, it's Mayel. Listen, I always say it wrong too, but I believe it is Mayel. Yes, <laughs> I said it wrong one time for a while, and I was like, "Girl, get it right." <laughs> um, I like these are products I really use, yeah. like the Mayel Rosemary Mint Shampoo and Conditioner. Like, I love a leave-in conditioner, and that is the one that I've been using with my daughter, and the only one I really trust like that because she is four. Yeah, so you know, um, you could have some other products, but uh, adult hair products like that. I trust Mayo. Uh, so these are really products that we've used all through the year. And yeah. we were like, okay, now we know this works. We know this is good. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a weak trial. It was like, no, I've, I've had this in my closet. Yeah. And we really, you know, put that effort into it. So who were some of the, the winners? I know the Mayo shampoo. Smashbox Foundation was one of my favorites. I saw that on the list. Yes. Who else were some of the you know, your favorites? From it was the- interesting because, um, sorry to... I was cutting you off. I got so excited. I was like, Smashbox. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was interesting because Smashbox, we know, is not Black-owned. That's right. We did have probably about two or three product brands up there that um, weren't Black-owned, but were Black-trusted. Yeah. Like, like there are, th- like, like Urban RX. Yes. We love Urban RX. We love Urban RX. We love her. <laughs> um, and she works. Um, And because of that, we didn't want to necessarily say, okay, we can't include those beloved Black products, but we definitely wanted to make sure that we um, kept it mostly Black-owned. So I would say the majority, 95% of it is all Black-owned. But some other things up there, like the Smashbox, the Urban RX, the, um, I have it open in front of me. Hold on, let me just. (laughs) Yeah. I know Minted Cosmetics was up there with the brow pencil. Yes. Um, Harlem, the Harlem's Fashion Row. Look at me thinking about fashion. Um, <laughs> fashion Fair, but it, it made me think Harlem Fashion Row. It made me think of that because of just Fashion Fair has such um a tie to the runway. 
Yeah. Um, and they really are having a, a resurgence and a re-emergence. So Fashion Fair is one of the products that we tried new, that I tried newly. Um, and then I had one of our freelancers write about it. She she wrote about the lip liner. Yeah. And I had interviewed the um, a director from Fashion Fair for this because we also wanted to talk about how amazing it was for that brand to be coming back. Yeah. And it's like the brand that like your mom, your grandmother, like these people, when they talk about brands, they talk about Fashion Fair. Yes. So um, I'm wearing their lip gloss now, but that was one of the brands that we tried out this time around. And, you know, it that was one of my faves. I love the lip liner. The lip liner is super lush. Um, I have one, the lip gloss right now. Um, another product we had, let's see. Oh, the Fenty perfume. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I haven't tried the Fenty perfume. <laughs> yeah. So Fenty, I, you know, I got the Fenty. <laughs> I had a, I had a freelancer write the Fenty yeah. um, because um, we did a perfume or scents post earlier in the year and we had each editor describe like their favorite scent and that was one from her. So again, we didn't want fake reviews. We wanted yeah. stuff that people tried, people wore so yeah. she bought the Fenty perfume, but coincidentally, I had just gotten it. And, um, you know, it that was one of my favorite write-ups because it's just such a luxurious bottle. Yeah. And I was like, are we going to be able to find a Black-owned perfume? And I was like, oh my God, duh, Fenty. <laughs> um, and it does smell good. It is so long-lasting. That thing is, it has like a vanilla-y touch to it. But when yeah. I, I sprayed that and it lasted days, it lasted days. Um, I get some of that. I, I wasn't sure. I was like, okay, can be, can um, Rihanna do fragrance too? But what can't she do? You know, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, you definitely, it has a presence to it. Uh, th that's the thing about perfumes is that what I love isn't necessarily what you love and, and vice versa. So it's really something that you have to try. But yeah. I will say it's worth the dollar to try. Okay, well, good. Yeah, because yeah. we like our coins going into good places. So yeah. I'm glad it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth the dollar. It's definitely a beautiful bottle. It has a strong lasting scent. And I, you, it makes you feel like, it's like it's from Rihanna. It makes you feel like a bad gal. Yes. Well, you talked about Fashion Fair's lip liner. And I want to get into this roundtable conversation that the editors yeah. had about, um, you know, hip hop and how beauty was a part of that. One of the things that they talked about, which was a big trend, was the lip liner. Um, and lip gloss or did we love that yeah. uh, what were some of your favorite trends in hip-hop and beauty over the over the past well I'll say 35 years since yeah <laughs> you're 35 I love um I love everything in the 90s yeah I was that was my my era I was born in 88 so the 90s was really like the time for me I love an updo waterfall bang moment <laughs> um I do love uh lip liners with the like the dark lip liner with the light middle. I was so happy that came back. Yeah. Not in the form of, because you know what? It got better because trends always come back around. But back right. in the 90s, it was like heavy black. Like you would wear the black liner. That's right. You know, you would have maybe like a lip gloss in the middle. I love that it evolved. And this is just a testament to how makeup has evolved with so many more shades. Like the brown liner with like the nude in the middle. That 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 is, that's a vibe. We um, love it. We love that. So um, those are, I love those trends. Um, right now I have on like a graphic tee. So I'm, I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm giving a little nineties with the swoop bang. <laughs> now, um, those are my favorites. The, I'll say the swoop bang, the lip liner and the, the updo with the tendrils. Ooh, when yes. came out. 
See, my favorite was the jersey dresses and my mom would never get it for me. I was so mad, but I wanted, when I saw Maya come out with that Carolina blue jersey dress, Yes, so. I was like, what is happening? Why don't I have this in my wardrobe? Where are you from? Are you from? I'm from, I grew up in North Carolina, but I'm originally from New York. Okay. I was like, cause this is, that was a real New York. It was right. Cause I was about to, I'm like New York through and through, like yeah. fanatic through and through. So when you said that, I was like, Oh, you taking me there. That's one of my favorite songs. Yes. Um, that was a, that was a bop. And I feel like that was it, Jersey dresses remind me like nineties, two thousands. Yeah. Um, and I had a couple Jersey dresses. Jersey dresses were such a trend. Yes. Um, it, it's so nostalgic. I love that. I love the powder blue rocker wear suits. Like yeah. all of the, if, if we're going to take it there, we could definitely go back. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love that. Now, would you say that one that you've mentioned or maybe one that you haven't was that moment in hip hop and beauty where you were like, oh, that's the look I want, whether it was hair. I know you mentioned the the updo, whether it was a style, whether it was makeup, like what was something that you saw and you were like, oh, I want that look. You know what pops into my mind? Mary J. Blige in Not Gonna Cry. This was something I referenced a lot because Mary J. Blige, she had the gold lip on and she had the... um the twisted gold earrings. And I actually attended a fashion week event and Misa Hilton, who was behind the look, um, had talked about just like Mary's ghetto fabulous. Yeah. And I loved that. I love, Mary was so just like, she had so much style. It was so nineties. Yeah. Um, and, and just really elevated. Um, and I feel like she was, she really like encapsulated how I feel like I would have been if I was older in the 90s because I had an older sister who um she always had those earrings yeah and that stood out to me like the the twisted gold uh bamboo earring type style that always stood out to me and she had the waterfall tendrils in the bang and then the updo in the bang and And then she had the scarf one time then the glasses like it was just well well, let's stay here for a minute speaking of Mary J and, and and all the things during that time, I feel like we were just starting to see major beauty and fashion campaigns featuring Black artists, specifically Mary J. You had Eve, you know, and then over time, you know, Beyonce and yeah. Meg The Stallion, Cardi B, like all of these people forefront yeah. in the forefront of these beauty and fashion campaigns. Can we unpack that for a little bit? Because what sure. I loved about that is I feel like the world was awakening to the fact that not only did Black people have so much influence on the culture, but on the world in general. You know, um, so to talk about that, Mary J was super influential in that. But you know who was super influential in that? Little Kim. Oh, Be- yeah. First of all, I wrote Little Kim's name now, down. I can't even <laughs> believe I forgot that. Yes. No, it's okay. Because they, they were in that same era. And yeah. they both worked for that but little kim the significance though about her and beauty and fashion is that little kim branched um the gap between high fashion and hip-hop yeah uh, you know they weren't brands and designers weren't lending clothes to black um artists and celebrities yeah. um misa hilton and kim they talk about this often they were out buying their chanel at the store yeah they they noted it was much cheaper back then, but they they were real it girls and fashion girls in that sense. 
But then when Little Kim started working with Marc Jacobs and um, I think it was her actual her Dave LaChapelle shoot that put her in the Louis Vuitton um, monotone like oh, yes. yes, on the cover of, I think it was Interview Magazine. And that really started um, just the Black girls being able to be seen in those spaces and um, the designers to start to recognize us and use us in the campaigns and use us uh, let us wear their clothes um, and, you know, support us and back us that way. So um, the 90s, Little Kim and and uh, Mary J. Blige were so influential in that way, especially for, for beauty and hip hop and style. Yeah. Well, now I want to get into your business a little bit, if that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. You are uh, the director, editorial director for in beauty and style for Hello um, Beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. When did you fall in love with beauty? When did you realize that this was your thing? So it's so crazy because I feel like, as I was talking about my fashion fair lip gloss, I gave yeah. it to my to play with thinking he was going to be fine. He's not going to get it open. He's one. <laughs> and he fully opened it. I'm just like, what can I do? Here, take that. It's less fun, but here. <laughs> when did I fall in love with beauty? So <laughs> it's interesting because I believe that like God will push you mm. to where you're supposed to go. Yeah. Um, and I started out doing a lot of entertainment. Um, when I first, my first internship, I was at like double XL and King magazine wow. and, um, yeah, I was really, it was entertainment. And even when I came to hello, beautiful, we were still doing a lot of entertainment, um, stories. Sorry, my child, <laughs> we were doing a lot of entertainment stories and, um, we decided to kind of switch lanes and switch the focus to style and beauty content and fashion. So I really had to um, like do my research and I was really doing a lot of research by just like being in it. Yeah. I've learned so much in the last few years about fashion and, and style and beauty and just the importance of these things um, in ways that I had never even thought of before. Like knowing like how I can spot a trend coming or knowing, just keeping my eye to the streets and being able to predict things or to be able to speak the language and to understand what we love about products and yeah. things like that. But um, I would say that professionally. And then probably my older age, I feel like when people started having like the colorism conversations and things, um, we really, it really helped me think deeper about beauty because like I said, just when we were younger, we just knew that like certain things were, it just was. Yeah. Um, but as I got older, I started to embrace beauty in such a larger way. Yeah. And also see, and it helped me see myself more beautifully. Yes. Well, yeah. that's the perfect segue into my next question because <laughs> here at Been Worthy, we normally ask, I normally ask my guest, when was their worthy aha moment? And so that's that moment that you realize not only were you worthy of all the things love and life had to offer, but you've been worthy and started moving and thinking accordingly. But with this scenario, <laughs> when was your beauty aha moment? When did you realize your own beauty and that you were beautiful? Ooh, um, it took a while. That's a hard, that's a layered question. It's not yeah. necessarily a hard question. It's just a layered question. But I do remember like, um, Maybe in like high school, was that high school? I'm thinking back to you. Yeah, that's high school. 
and I think um maybe like guys are starting to like me back yeah and um you know getting myself together in the morning it's like when you when you kind of find your own style mm-hmm. or you find like the hairstyle that you feel the best in I, and I remember like being in high school being like oh yeah this jet black look because I've been rocking a weave for a long time <laughs> <laughs> the weave trends have really progressed yeah. but I always you know I always took pride in how I did my hair so I feel like probably around high school when I was like you know what oh I like this hair on me okay this is something we're on to something yeah yeah I I love that and see that's a lot earlier than me for me believe it or not I was probably 30 years old when I believed that I was beautiful okay that's a key word there you know believing it and like being solid in it that's a different thing it's two different Uh, that's too yeah so that's probably in my 30s I'm 35 so and I'm still struggling with it yeah, because right. yeah I I like I said I used to wear weaves all the time I wouldn't even like care about my real hair under my wig or my weave or whatever um and as I got older that was something that I was like I I, I now take pride in that yeah um and just even like with skincare and things like that these are all things that I'm learning to show pride in my beauty yeah now you know so it, it's definitely a work in progress I still don't I, I don't feel pretty right now I had to rush and do my I, I rushed and did my makeup yeah. in a few minutes um and I'm always worried like I'm like I gotta be on camera I was ready to be on the phone girl like <laughs> um so you know I, I'm trying to just walk in that and be completely confident but everyone has their like insecurities they do we all do and look we're all works in progress and um I feel like God is working on all of us to see ourselves as he sees us yes um yeah I'm right there I'm right there with you okay so before we wrap this up one thing that I'd love for you to do is and this could be conversations that you're having with yourself about beauty but affirm our listeners what beauty affirmation would you like to leave our listeners with Oh man, oh, this is so corny because I'm like, beauty starts from the inside. Um, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I will say that I think that um, for me, the biggest thing has been learning. Hold on, let me let me deliver this right. He got all types of stuff. What else can you possibly have? Listen, <laughs> it's not until these moments where they want everything and more. And you like, listen, oh my goodness. I have you nothing know else. <laughs> Enough here. Oh my goodness. What's that? A hat. <laughs> they find joy in little things. So I'll give it. Okay. Um, let me think though, because I do feel like beauty starts within, but like, let's be real. Like if, if <laughs> beauty is a very aesthetic thing to a lot of people, yeah. but I think that what we need to do is that we just take pride in what we have and what we offer and find the beauty in it. So like, I grew up with really crooked teeth. I finally got Invisalign when I got older. But um, I think that like, I think that I have like pretty, really pretty um eyes. Yeah. You know, I get that compliment a lot. I think that we have to just find like the things that are really beautiful about ourselves and really play into them. Yeah. You know, um, everything is not all perfect. You know, walking around flawless woke up like this but I feel like if you find the beauty in the things that you love like oh you know what I do have really nice lips I love my lips I have a great cupid's bow so, <laughs> I think it's just like finding the things that you love about yourself and really play into those things yes. and lean into them feeling strong about those yes I love that 
Okay, so you know what we're gonna do. We're gonna end this episode <laughs> with a cute little quick rapid fire game that I play with everyone. Oh, I'm so excited. I never, I'm always doing this. This is fun. <laughs> so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say a word and you're gonna have five seconds or less to say the first word that comes to mind when you think of this, okay? Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay, look, if the little one wants to join in, I'm more than welcome. <laughs> He's more than welcome. <laughs> Right. Starting off, beauty is within <laughs> style, can be anything. <laughs> These are bad answers. Because <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Black women are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Hip hop is the culture. New York. Your <laughs> motherhood. Woo! That was that's that's the word. Woo! <laughs> <That's laughs> okay. And last but not least, Shamika Sanders. Ooh, um, I'm going to say ambitious. Mm, yes. Well, I love it. Listen, I love the authenticity of this interview because I know what it's like to be a mom and a working mom and trying to balance it all. And I want to say that you're doing a fantastic job. I followed your work over the years and I love what you're doing with Hello Beautiful as a journalist and an editor, Um, but also just to see your story with your daughter and and your son on social media and how you're carrying that so gracefully and so beautifully. And so kudos to you. I'd love to give you your flowers on the great job that you're doing. Girl, don't get me to crying. These lashes are barely on. I am Yes, thank you because I know that you know. Yeah, as a mom of three, um, how tough it is. Um, and I guess that's why the first word ambitious came to mind because I wanted to give up on this interview so bad. I was like, I have to walk outside to get my daughter off the bus. Like I have to do this, uh, and I'm a mess, and my kid is in the back yelling. I'm just like, this is gonna be on YouTube, but um, <laughs> I will always push myself. Um, so I'm so grateful that you stuck with me. Yeah. Um, because if you would have been like, girl, bye, I'd have been like, okay, well, it didn't work out, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no. So pushing myself, and I thank you for this right now. Yeah, that's what it's about. Look, sisterhood, having each other's back, understanding, empathizing, like, we're all my- trying to do our best. That is my thing. If anybody takes anything from me, it's like compassion, mm. loyalty, and working hard. That's it. Hard. That's it. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for your yes. And I look forward to supporting Hello Beautiful and the Melanin Beauty Beauty Awards in the future. And congratulations on another incredible awards. And I look forward to following you all more. Thank you. Drop your IG. I have to make sure I have you on Instagram. Okay, I will. Thank you. Have a wonderful and blessed night. You too. (laughs) Bye-bye. So I can share it. Okay, I will. Thank you. Thanks, Jamika. Bye.